are you? Who am I? Who am I? Ha! Come after me! I'm a man! I'm 40! There's only one boss in this place, and that's me! The HNIC. Are there any questions? Greetings and salutations. You know who it is. It's me, the King David B. And welcome to the David Brewer Show. And it is a new year. This is my first broadcast of the new year. I have been taking a nice, long, stimulating vacation. And I am back off of my vacation. Back on to this to better, uh, 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 to better. <laughs> broadcast to, to more um I, I, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do things a little differently this year i'm trying to add some video quality to it i gotta you know start my uh youtube page back going again um my youtube channel i'm sorry not page but my youtube channel um gotta get that going i got you know certain in, uh, equipment um my camera was not compatible um with doing a lengthy show um so i have to kind of get a new camera um but i have all the other equipment i got the light i got i got all the other equipment necessary that i think is necessary for now until i get like a sound engineer oh no no look i look i'm gonna I intend on doing this thing the right way. And, and, you know, I say the right way. I don't think there's a right way of doing news. I think as long as you are truthful and you add your take on on the truth. Um, but then you have to also make sure you bring it back around to for people to understand that I have a take on the truth. However, this is what, you know, objectively, this is what the truth is. These, these, are, these are the facts this is my take on the facts, but remember, these are the facts, and you can take it however you want to, but I'm going to give you my take on it, and that's essentially what it's all about. That's what the David Brewer Show is all about. I don't want to take people's minds and twist it into my mind. I want people to be able to have their own opinions and formulate their own thoughts from what you hear me talk about. I will, I will give you the facts. I'm going to give you my opinion, and I would say, do your research and come up with your own opinion. If you don't agree with mine, it's fine. You don't have to agree with mine for me to be right anyway. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So you don't have to agree with my opinion. I'm saying come up with your own opinion. And, and, but come up with your own opinion, opinion based on the facts. You understand? Because most people come up, say they have an opinion, but they're really just regurgitating other people's opinions. And... You can tell by how they repeat what other people say as opposed to coming up with their own words. So um, I, I just want to make sure that that's what, what, what I'm getting across in, in, in my show. So let's talk about what's new, okay? We're going to talk about what's new right now, January 19th. Um, what is new? What is news? What has transpired? You know, not a lot of things have happened since the beginning of the year. I, you know, was on my hiatus when I, um, vacation, when I was, you know, looking at all the White House uh, drama that took place. I literally was watching the um, live footage of the storming of the Capitol. Um, I remember my kids were, were in another, were in the other room next to me. Uh, they were, I think they were doing some, you know, doing something in, uh, like work or something, but I was watching it. I was literally watching it and, you know, it was almost like, what really? And I think one of my, 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 my children said, what's going on? And I said, you got these fools running, trying to run up in the, <laughs> in the state capital, um, in the, you know, in the nation capital, in the, the, the capital, the U S capital. But it was it was it was so interesting to look at. And since then, you have all these different reports. Of course, you're going to have the people that are saying it's fake news. Um, you still have proponents of that. Uh, the idea that 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 all of this is just um, smoke and mirrors 
Um, you got people now, you know, making uh, Trump supporters. You got, you got Trump supporters that are now making efforts to undermine Joe Biden um, as a president, you know, to say that, oh, he, um, you know, just coming out with a number of stories who Joe Biden really is. And um, and that's what is so interesting is like, what do I if I take if I listen to them? I want I want you guys to understand this. If I listen to these people and I take their if I say, OK, I, I, I believe what you're saying. Joe Biden was uh, if you go back, you know, 47 years, however many years he's been in the Senate, go back to, you know, all the things that he's done um, from from that time and then hold his feet to the fire to the fact that he did these things. But do you not have to do the same thing for the guy that you're supporting as well, Donald Trump? Um, if you hold his if you go back to, you know, 1970s, uh, Donald Trump, don't you also have to recognize that he was, you know, the, the, um, a part of some racially big insensitive. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't want anyone to use the word bigot, bigoted, but he was part of some racially insensitive. That's, that's a nice word, right? Racially insensitive um, uh, 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 things that he had going on, some racially insensitive issues, um, uh, problems that arise in his buildings. He's been a part of some things that were considered sexual harassment. So my, my thought is, okay, if I take Joe Biden's history and say, yeah, he ain't, you know, who we say he is, but Donald Trump ain't who his supporters are acting like he is either. So the, the thought of that is just like, hey, that's, I'm an independent. I ain't got a problem with Trump. I don't have a problem with Trump per se. I just have a problem with some of the things he has said. I don't have an issue with him per se. I do have an issue with his history of, you know, not really caring for, um, black people either. And so if Joe Biden had, didn't care for black people, um, maybe he's changed. We don't know. Uh, if he's, maybe he's seen the error of his ways. We don't know. Uh, maybe he's just put on a good act. We don't know, but Donald Trump isn't putting on an act at all. He's pretty much saying loud and clear that he doesn't care much for the black, uh, you know, black people's agenda, uh, you know, bl- the black American agenda, um, or any agenda outside of those who are um, supporting him that are that look like him. I mean, I can, I, I can, I'm, I'm kind of trying to use the right terminology because I actually don't have an issue with Donald Trump. Um, but he, he he has done and said some wild things. So. And I, you can, like I said, I think you can throw mud either way it goes. So it, it doesn't really, it doesn't really hold a lot of water for people to come out against Joe Biden um, and say that unless you're willing to say the same, you know, in, you know, in, in in response or in reference to Donald Trump as well. Um, I think you can throw mud on any politician, and Donald Trump is a politician, regardless of him being or I'm sorry, regardless of him actually holding an office, he has been a politician for many years. So I think it's interesting that people looked at him as a non-politician when he really has been a proponent of of, of, of politics um, for a long time. And he, for what it's worth, he is a politician and he has been a politician for a very long period of time without the titles. So that's my little take and spiel on the whole old Donald Trump, you know, issue. Joe Biden, you know, now they're guarding the uh, the um, White House and making sure that inauguration goes. And they should. They should be guarding it that closely. They should be, you know, taking these precautions. They should be doing that. There's no question about that. They dropped the ball with letting those people storm that, that U.S. Capitol. They dropped the ball there. That's completely their fault. Now, when I say they, when I say 
they and it's their fault. That's the that those who are supposed that were supposed to secure that area, secure that building, um, drop the ball. That would be I would is that a, that's a federal building, right? So I would think that the federal government um, had a responsibility to guard that building properly. You had U.S. senators and Congress there. I would think that, and they were doing, and they were, and they were following the Constitution by the letter, for what it's worth. Um, they were doing their their job, and there, there was no reason for that to be for that to take place, given the magnitude of the people that were there. There was no re- they should have had more. Um, I might be using the wrong word with magnitude, but they should have had more more. Um, a bigger, a greater presence there than they had. There's no question about that. Um, you know, with all, with all the things that were going on around there, you had the accosting of, of security uh, officers. You had the accosting of, of of law enforcement officers all all around that building. It it, it was just completely unnecessary. It was completely unnecessary. Uh, an unnecessary thing. It's unfortunate, definitely, but it was, it was unnecessary as well. Um, and I think that if they would have taken, you know, without making it a black and white thing, which is difficult, I think if they would have taken precaution as if it was an actual threat. Um, and if seeing it as an actual threat, if they would have taken the right precautions, it should have been done right. I, I don't, I don't see how you don't see that as a threat. Um, like I said, if you take the the the, the racial issues out, I don't see how you see it as a how you don't see it as a threat. Um, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little bit like, how do you, how are we supposed to view this? Being objective, how should we view this? Um, first of all, it's burglary. It, it was a burglary. They they burglarized the U.S. Capitol. They burglarized it. That means they gained entry of it on uh, illegally. So they burglarized the Capitol. They go in and th- and they are essentially what they are. Um, uh, te- I would say they they cr- they made terroristic threats as well, um, hang pence, um, shoot shoot uh, the officer with their own with his own gun. They but they were making terroristic threats against people um, in the building. Um, like I said, law enforcement officers, Mike Pence, uh, other senators, Nancy Pelosi. So they're making terroristic threats. They burglarized. Um, they, uh, um, well, that would be, uh, damage the property. So what do you want to call that? What's what, what legal definition or term is that when you damage someone else's property, Des- destruction of property. Okay. Um, I mean, they, there, there's a number of, uh, of things legally that they, that they would need to be, um, if they're doing it the correct way now. If you're not concerned about the, them doing it the correct way, then you don't have to be concerned about it. Uh, I, I don't. I don't really know, or really have much to say else about it. You can see what's what's happening. You can. You can. I, I'm, I want them to. I want to like kind of let it unfold before I actually unpack everything. You understand? I want them to actually finish up with all of this going on uh, before I address it all. In that way, but th- th- that's kind of the preliminary, you know, uh, that's the kind of the preliminary, preliminary observations that I had on everything that happened happened at the U.S. Capitol. Um, it, it's an ongoing investigation, and it's kind of difficult to even speak on it because you don't know what's going to happen with Donald Trump tomorrow when he, you know, or today I should say, when he's going to have the opportunity to. Pardoned. I don't know if he's pardoning some of these people or not. So we're about to, you know, let's just see. 
let's 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 see how wonderful <laughs> this this uh great one of the greatest presidents of the United States ever right that's what they say yeah so it's um let's see what he got you know up his sleeve and and um I think we just need to take things a little bit more seriously as it pertains to the the the, the security of this country um and the people of the country that's what I think I mean let's be real about it David Brewer Show. And we're back. This is me, the King David B. Back here. This is the David Brewer Show. And did anybody watch the Tiger Woods documentary? Did anybody finish watching it on Sunday? Uh, Sunday night. I finished watching it Monday, uh, yesterday morning. It was Monday morning I watched it. Um, I I was <laughs> can I tell you that this it was comical I couldn't believe my ears when it when it came to some of this stuff. I really couldn't believe my ears when it came to this. one they were treating Tiger Woods like something I have I, I, I still can't understand this man is a golfer he's a golfer now, to me, that's no different than saying he's a you know basketball player or whatever. He's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's. A, I got. Can I? You know. I got. I think I. You know. He's an athlete. <laughs> Treating him as if he's like the U.S. president or something. I'm. I'm just. I'm so. I was so confused. Like, what did he do again? Like, I'm confused. What does he do? What did Tiger Woods do again? He had, um, what, 14 or 15 um, girlfriends, other girlfriends. Um, you know, he was cheating on his wife, okay, with a number of people. And, and um, that was it. He was cheating on his wife. Uh, oh, wait, wait. He had a, he had some back problems. Um, he was taking Xanax, Ambien, um, some other prescribed medications that tend to make you drowsy, probably make you not feel, you know, uh, make you a little high, you know, make you not feel, you know, have no feelings, you know, make you feel good. As opposed to bad, I guess. Um, I, I was never into taking any of those things, so I wouldn't know how they make you feel. I don't take sleep aids or anything like that. Um, thank the Lord, I don't have to. Um, and I never don't look forward to it. M my thing is that, okay, so he was having an affair, or he was, ha he was having affairs, um, not uncommon for an athlete, um, especially a wealthy athlete at that. Because um, there's broke athletes who have affairs as well. Okay, there's people, I don't want to say broke. There are people who are not as uh, fortunate monetarily as, as Tiger Woods was and is um, that are all, that, that, that cheat or, or that are completely unfaithful as well. So, but as an athlete, um, that's not uncommon to have a number of different partners um, outside of their wife or their main girl. That's not an uncommon thing for an athlete. So I don't see why it would be uncommon or why it would be uh, uncommon for Tiger. Like, why is that like a surprise that, wait a minute, Tiger Woods? did that it's like what wait wait who is he somebody special who is he um he plays golf right um he i know he wanted to pretend he wasn't black um all the way but i can tell i can almost tell you why they kind of went you know why it kind of went that way it almost feels like they did he got the black reaction from everybody when he did that, like, 
So he was a nigga. That's kind of the reaction that I feel like everybody kind of gave. Now, watch this. Watch, I want you to watch it, even though there, there's, there's going to be some spoiler alerts here I'm a, as I'm talking about it. Um, the, the guy from, it's not really spoiler alerts because if you watch his career, you know, some of this stuff happened, but to kind of, you know, reiterate what, what, what was on the documentary. Okay. So the, during the, the masters, uh, what was it? The 2013 or 2000, I think it was 13 during that time. He, um, I think it was 2013 masters masters or 2015. I don't remember exactly what it was, but when he came back after, after the next uh, masters uh, that he came to after all of this stuff had happened, um, the, 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 the coordinators, these white guys were sitting up there on the, on, on the podium at a press. They had a press conference saying that saying something like, um, he, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't represent, um, um, or, or the, the, the masters champions the way he should. And we can only look at him as this and we shouldn't, you know, he, he, um, had a, um, essentially they were making him seem like, how dare you, um, you know, for his fans and, and, and we looked at him in this way and essentially they were making it seem as if Tiger Woods, cause I don't, I don't even, I didn't, rem- I don't remember the exact words. I could go and look it up right now, but I don't want to. Um, I want you to go do that, but they were making it seem as if he, um, had did some, you know, something tragic to them like we'll applaud for him and his golf but we don't like how he acted in public like and i'm thinking to myself like there has to be other golfers on the pga tour that are not faithful to their wives i there has to be you understand for them to kind of react in that way about Tiger Woods cheating on his wife. Okay. And it's not just him. It was, it was America uh, for what it's worth. Now I don't know what they was doing in other countries because I wasn't there, but America, according to this documentary, I didn't even realize that people was acting like that. Act, you know, and even the documentary made it seem like he had just like, like he, they had found him um, with a mountain of cocaine and a, and a, and an and a AK-47, and he was dealing drugs. They made it seem like that. And I'm sitting here looking like, what did he do other than have uh, um, and some affairs? What did he do? Like, and, it's, and he's a guy, he, well, he, he didn't do anything. He was a golfer. <laughs> and I'm, I got to say it like that. He was a golfer. He was a golfer. He was an athlete who had sex with a number of different females other than his wife. I'm sorry. What, what, what are we surprised about here? He was rich. He was really rich, really wealthy. And he was having sex with a bunch of different females. What is the, I don't, I don't see the, not necessarily what the, what's the problem. I'm saying, what is the surprise? That's what I mean. Like, what's the problem now? Because tell me some athletes that don't do this. Tell me, tell me that most uh, athletes don't do this. Most athletes have different females. Most professional athletes, um, have different females in different cities that they attend. That's not uncommon. It is not uncommon whatsoever. Tiger Woods wasn't different than nobody. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. And then, and then, and then he, okay, so he was doing, he had a Xanax and he, you know, he had the prescription drugs that he had an issue with, right? Right? Okay, so then he gets in, and he gets in trouble with that, right? This is what happens. He got in, he got pulled over. 
one night. And we're going to come back and talk about that and what what, what happened um, after that. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about what happened when he got after he got pulled over. OK, this is the day of show. And we're back. You know who it is. It's me, the King David B. And this is the David Brewer show. And we're talking about Tiger Woods. And we're talking about how the fact that Tiger Woods was caught um, cheating on his wife. And they found out. We found out. They found out. Whoever should found out that he was cheating. He had more than one. It wasn't just Rachel. You could tell. It was um, 50, 14, 50 other chicks too. So, um, you know, they were talking about on the view, they were talking about on a number of things. Um, and, and we were acting, that's, that's my radio. We were acting surprised that, that this man, this athlete had, um, all these different females. We were, we were real surprised. I was real surprised. I didn't, you know, I don't know if black people cared like that. I think any, and I don't want to say black people. I think anybody. Let me turn down my radio. I, I'm, I'm in law enforcement. <laughs> that's 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 my other job. But um, let 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 uh, we we can't act like um. I don't think like I said. I don't think it was just black people that just but that didn't re, you know react in that manner. I think it was just, like I said, people in general who are looking at it like, well, what's different about this dude than any other athlete? But here we go. We move on to the fact that he did that. And like I said, after all of this took place, this is after his dad died and whatever, 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 whatever. Okay, so um, leading up to, 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 to all of that, or lead, lead, you know, going past all of that, he, he was caught driving under the influence of prescription drugs um and he was arrest- he was subsequently arrested for uh what was it reckless driving um and you know the cops actually when i was when i see when i when i seen the video which is interesting that they actually have the video they have the they have the video excuse me they have the video they have the audio you know, it's always funny when they can find audio and video on certain things. But um, so they're administering this test to Tiger Woods. And the cops, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because it's not like they didn't know who that dude was. And that's that's the funny part is they're, you know, I think, you know, they were trying to make it look like they were being professional. But they like I said, it's clear that they were kind of, um, uh, to me, it was playing for the cameras. It was just playing it up for the cameras. Um, but you could clearly see that they, they knew who Tiger Woods, they know who Tiger Woods was, not playing around. Um, does that mean he should, he should have been given a pass? No, he was, if he was driving recklessly, he should have been pulled over. He should have been, uh, cited or whatever they were supposed to do. They did, did what he, what they got to do. Um, in that manner, but the fact that after he was, you know, uh, cited, you know, he had the, the, the mug shots, he was locked up and all of the stuff that took place, um, uh, following that incident, um, uh, um, you had the, 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 the analyst, the sports analyst, Stephen A. Smith, Jamel Hill, um, and they weren't the only two, but it was interesting that those are the only two that they showed on the show, really. Um, um, what's the other guy's name? It was a number of ESPN analysts who basically saying that Tiger Woods is washed up and he's, he won't win a major again and, and, and all of this others. And even, look, I remember when all of that stuff took place because I remember saying to myself, well, I was talking really to the, to the TV because I, t- I talked to myself, you know, out loud. So as the TV was, I'm talking to the TV when they're saying, oh, he's washed up and he, he'll never win again. He'll never be the same. Well, he doesn't have to be the same as he, you know, Michael Jordan 
when he retired and then came back, he wasn't the same Michael Jordan from 1991 um, as he was when he came back in 2003 or whatever it was. Um, but he was, he was, uh, you know, a strong competitor still, but he wasn't the same. So the idea that, well, he's not going to be the same, he's not going to win at the same level. Um, you know, this is 20, essentially 20 years later than, you know, from when he, from when he was, um, from when he was, um, originally on the scene, you know, it's 20 years later. Uh, you know, he, he was what, 40 years old. I mean, it's the idea is that, um, he's a young golfer, even if, even for golf standards, Tiger Woods is actually still kind of young, I think. Um, I think as a golfer, you can play it well into your 60, late fifties, sixties. Right. Um, so I, 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 for what it's worth, Tiger Woods is still relatively young. I'm, I'm, I gotta play it like that. He's he's relatively young for the sport of golf. Um, however, um, the, the 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 like I said, the analysts and the commentators that made it seem like this man was career was done, it was over, he can't do anything, it's it, it's it's pointless. Um, he just needs to retire. I remember them saying all of this stuff, and it was just like like I said, it was a, a you know a review of everything when I seen it on the documentary last night. Or like yesterday morning, it was it was like I was like wow they they did say that I remember saying to that TV like yeah right like yeah right like Tiger Woods is gonna win again like how can you say that that's why I don't I don't care for Stephen A Smith he's a very intelligent dude I just think he's he's like the black dude he's like he reminds me of like a, like an uncle of mine that I, I probably would argue with like if Stephen A Smith like I would argue with Stephen A he's a very he's very um, controversial as it pertains to, to sports um, analysis um, because, because he actually feels passionate about what he's saying. But he reminds me of somebody who just, you know, be talking mess. And he doesn't really, to me, he only knows as much as, you know, it's not like he's, he's great at predicting things. You know, for what it's worth, Stephen A. Smith is one of the worst to me, one of the worst people at when it comes to predicting what's going to happen in sports. He is. He's one of the worst people. He's, you know, I'm not even talking about like choosing games. I'm talking about when it as it pertains to a, a person's career and, and and things of that nature. Stephen A. Smith is not a great judge of 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 of. of, of I'm not going to say character. I'm saying of of athletes. Um, um, I'm sure because I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh, he's not a great judge of uh, uh, of what uh, athletes should or shouldn't do. Um, whether they should retire, whether they should you know keep you know keep going, whatever. I wouldn't listen to Stephen A. Smith uh, opinions on any of that. Skip Bayless either. Uh, um. They're just they're they're far fetched in many cases. These are guys who have been writing for many years, and they think because they have been writing for many years, and they've been close to a lot of these people, and they've asked a lot of questions, and they've seen things that they know. That's just like the base. That's just my like my disagreement with um, the baseball writers who vote on who should be in the Hall of Fame. It's ridiculous, and, and how they ostracize certain people and vilify certain people, and and but yet they, you know, the, the flip side of that is that they um, put certain people on pedestals who, you know, that that probably don't deserve to be on one. Um, but the, but my point with that was that they, you know, the, them coming to Tiger Woods in that way is just it was so funny because I remember that I remember that when they said that and I was just like there's like that man is going to win again like give him some time like he hasn't even you know really been in the you know back you know give him give him some time to come back out and do whatever who cares if he had a mug shot man for real like, he got to retire man like for real he got to retire cuz he had sex with with some females and he was on Ambien and, and he was driving recklessly, so he needed to retire, huh? He just needed to call it quits. 
Like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, man. I ain't got nothing else to say. Because anything else I got to say now is going to be me um, um, blackifying it up at this point in time. It'd be like me, and if, if me, Jamel Hill, uh, Stephen A. Smith, was all sitting downstairs or whatever in a basement or or on a, on a porch or whatever, and we was just talking, you know, crap to each other after that. Yeah, it would just be me talking crap, because that's all it would be at this point in time. Because, man, shut up. No, that's how I feel right now. It's like, man, you ain't got nothing to say. This is the Dave Brewer Show. And we're back. You know who it is. It's me, the King, David B., and it's the Dave Brewer Show. And another thing that has been going on, since I've been, you know, since I last been on, uh, we had the Eminem and Snoop Dogg beef. That doesn't, that really wasn't. Look, I wanted to get on so bad, you guys, and talk to you guys about this. I really wanted to talk to you guys about this. And this is going to, this would be a good video to start with. It would have been a good video to start with. And I really wanted to get on to have a video. Like I said, I was going to do a video on this. And when my video didn't work, I was so, oh, I was so upset because I thought this would be a really good video because I wanted you to see my face and my facial, re, you know, reactions to the media trying to create. And this literally was the media, social media, main, well, if, as mainstream as you can call it, hip hop media and and and, and the like. Trying to create a beef um, with Eminem and Snoop Dogg. Look, so, so here, okay, so let me catch you up real quick of what I, you know, what I learned about it as far as how it's, you know, supposedly this whole beef started. Snoop Dogg was on The Breakfast Club. He said, I can live without Eminem's um, music. Um, I don't think he's in, he's not in my top 10. Like people say he's in the top 10, but he's not in my top 10 and, um, I can live without, but I can, I, you know, he's good, but I can live without it. Okay. So Eminem then, you know, was justified, justifiably Eminem was hurt. I would say by those, by, by those statements that Snoop Dogg, uh, said. So, he in a song called Zeus, Eminem mentioned that hey, um, Snoop Dogg was dogging me. I I, I used to have the words, so I don't think I have them right now. But he, he something to the effect of I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I'm going to probably paraphrase a little bit. But he said uh, Snoop was dogging me. Snoop, I had enough, or I had something, something, some, some Snoop dogging me. Um, um, he, he said. He was like a god to me. Oh, uh, he said, "Oh, I mean, you know, he said, oh no, my my fault. I had dog backwards, or something like that, or I had God backwards, or whatever. However, it works." So, as I'm listening to the Eminem, what he said about what he said in the song, and and, and even to, you know, in reference to what Snoop said, understand Eminem's feelings was hurt by Snoop saying that because they are they are essentially from the same camp. With you know, as far as Dr. Dre is concerned, um, they're from that same camp, so of course Eminem would be a little uh, bothered, and like I said, I, I would say hurt by the fact that, like for real, dude, you would say that about me. Let's 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 get something straight here. Eminem did not diss. That wasn't a diss track. That wasn't even a diss line. A diss track is no Vaseline. A diss track is hit him up. A diss track is ether or or what's the what's the uh, Jay Z one? That's a, those are diss tracks. Eminem did not diss uh, Snoop Dogg. Even it wasn't even a diss. I, a diss is supposed to be an insult. Where in that rhyme did Eminem insult Snoop Dogg? All right, I'll wait. I know it didn't happen. There was no insult there. It was none whatsoever. None. There was no insult. So there was no diss. And it wasn't a diss track because it wasn't it was just one line in a song. 
It wasn't. It was one line in a song. That's it. There was no track. It wasn't a diss. And it was just a line, basically saying, "Hey, man, you didn't have to do that." But Eminem, but but he was he like I said, justifiably so. He said it because Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg dissed Eminem by saying, "Yeah, he's not in the top. He's not in the top ten. And I, you know, in fact, not only is he not in the top ten. If his music never existed, he I'd be okay. That is jacked up to say about somebody that you're cool with. If I was cool with somebody, and um, you know, we we're actually cool. If I was cool with somebody, if I was like me, or you know, my cousin or my friend, and I and I know that they actually were influential in something, and I say, you know, like I got a friend that um, that played soccer, real good, real good soccer player. He was a real good wrestler too. Okay, now as a um, as a um, if I was if I was also in wrestling or or just talking about you know wrestling and I and and, and they mentioned my my friend as as a you know as a Minnesota native of a, of a like a state wrestling champion or whatever and they say hey um, how do you feel about so and so in in wrestling and I say yeah he's he was okay at wrestling but. Um, uh, I wouldn't list him as one of the best ever. You know, I wouldn't. And, and, and in fact, um, if he never wrestled before, um, I, you know, if he never wrestled, I, it, you know, you can pretty much erase him from from the world. It wouldn't matter to me. If his wrestling, you could erase that from the world. It wouldn't matter to me. That that is that is an insult. So Snoop actually insulted Eminem. You know, just kind of basically to kind of take a, a jab at him to say. Your music isn't worth um, saving. Your music isn't even worth in the in the in the archives of hip hop. You could take Eminem's music out, and and no one would miss it. Essentially, and like I said, that would be a gross mistake. And I think it'd be a, it's 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 a complete and utterly ridiculous statement by by Snoop Dogg. Given the fact that you can pretty much map music before Eminem and after Eminem, these, these that's how you know who the greatest are because it's almost like the before this person and the after this person. Map it out. Map out how rhyming what took place, how rhyming looked before Eminem hit the scene, and then listen to how rhyme changed after Eminem came on the scene. I promise you, you'll be like, man, that is a difference. That's a huge difference. It's a complete difference. Completely. This changed the whole trajectory of rhyming. In that sense. And and the whole trajectory of hip-hop, in that sense. So to say that you can do without one of the... um, one of the most... uh, one one of the most influential artists in hip-hop... It's kind of ridiculous. And this other, you know, we're going to come back. Okay. We're going to come back and we're going to, you know, get off the fact because I'm done talking about the fact that this it wasn't even a beef. But I'm going to get into the this idea that, that people have, this, this idea that that being, because hip-hop was started by black people, that a white person cannot truly be um, a hip-hop person. We're going to come back and talk about that in a second. All right, this is the Dave Bruce Show. Okay, let's see what he looks like. And we're back. You know who it is. It's me, the King David B., and this is the Dave Bruce Show. And we're talking about hip-hop. Hip-hop. No, we're, we're, okay. So, coming off the whole Eminem uh, Snoop Dogg saying he can do without Eminem, and I've heard Lord Jamar say something like that. And you hear what you hear is you hear DJ Vlad. You say, DJ Vlad has um, become a name as a you know um, in, in hip hop uh, in the hip hop community um, more so from the interviews that he's done you know recently within the past you know however many years. DJ Vlad has become more of a staple of that when it comes to black people. Black, I would say influential black people 
um, influential black artists and athletes, um, but more so artists, because um, you know he interviews um, um, a number of people, like comedians, actors, um, um, uh, sports, you know, athletes. Um, um, yeah, he, I mean, he interviews a number of people, but, but the, the main people that, that I see him interview, you know, the main people I, or I would always see him interview was, was more or less, um, you know, musicians. So the hip hop, the, you know, singers, rappers, you know, people of that nature. And Vlad, DJ Vlad always tried to make it seem like, I, I feel like he had an issue with Eminem, um, because Eminem actually has a place in hip hop and, and rightfully so. And Vlad does not have that same place. That Vlad was like a DJ or something like that, uh, who did mixtapes or something. I don't, I don't really know because I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever bought a DJ Vlad tape or CD or nothing. So I, I, this is what I heard. This is what I read. DJ Vlad has tried to make himself more influential um, as it pertains to that, and so he kind of—it's almost like comparing. Like he got an issue with Eminem, so he asked a lot of people about the Eminem and all, all that. So I think he got an issue with Eminem. So it, Vlad be asking people about Eminem, and so Lord Jamar, who's one of the um, main people that be on the Vlad on, on the Vlad show, on the Vlad videos or whatever uh, YouTube channel. Lord Jamar, you know, kind of sparked that off, but um, the idea that you know uh, to say that Eminem or any white people in general is our guests in the house of hip hop. And so now, so the the question has been asked, like you know, about that, like, hey, is Eminem a guest in the house of hip hop? Is he a guest in the house? And I say anybody who 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 wasn't the founding father or who wasn't the founding fathers would be considered guests if that's the case. Um, if you go, if you say Cool Herc, um, who's you know kind of known. You know who's known to be as a kind of known, but known because I think there's people who would say, "Hey, I, hip hop started before Cool Herc, and you know I started Cool Herc type of because I've heard that before that people the people before Cool Herc um, try to say that hey, it wasn't just him; it was a number of us. But he, you know, for what it's worth, either way it goes, Cool Herc. If you want to start it with him, um, and then say, okay, hey. Um, African Bambata, um, the Zulu Nation. You want to say um, um, uh, Grandmaster Flash, and the, it was the Furious Five. You want to say um, Kumo D, the Treacherous Three. Um, you understand what I'm saying? You want to say all these 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 names, but when it comes to uh, the actual the house that that you know. That hip hop built in, in that sense, you have to look at it like this: the house didn't start getting the house that that you're talking about was built by uh, uh, records being produced and things of that nature. So, if you want to talk about like record production, you're talking about Def Jam, who kind of sparked a grand revolution. Not just, uh, you know, it wasn't happening before Def Jam, but you got to think Def Jam was on something, okay? And Def Jam had a guy named what? Rick Rubin, who was a white dude. And, it, you know, Def Jam was like, is one of the, is probably the most influential um, record label as far as a, as far as a founding, a founding record label. Def Jam would be the most influential founding record label in the history of hip hop, it would be. It would be considered the founding label of hip hop. I would think that if you could, if you could track hip hop to one label and say where would where to start, you would say Def Jam. That's what you. I think everybody would remember Def Jam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Def Jam definitely was like the founding hip hop label, and kind of sparked a whole revolution. So. The white the the white guy that was with Russell Simmons was then considered has to be considered one of the founding fathers of that. So to say to assume or to make to make that I would say that uh, um, assumption uh, or assertion um, is is 
a bit asinine. Um, and it's also a, a bit, I would say, um, what's the right word? Uh, I would say it's just a bit, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's like swallowing a bit of hate. You know, like you, you drink a lot of hate you, you or you drink a haterade. You, it's just people hating on on a guy like Eminem because he was because he has been considered one of the best ever to do it. That's the real hate there. You know, nobody's talking about Vanilla Ice. Nobody's talking about um, what's his name for third base? Oh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, old boy from third base. Um, I'm sorry, man. I don't remember your name right now. It's gonna come to me though. <laughs> um. MC Search. And we're not talking about MC Search, who is a who can write rhymes and he, he can rap them too. White boy who can write rhymes. This is late 80s. He's not considered one of the founding fathers of, of hip hop, but he has written uh for uh, a lot of black uh rappers. Um Third Base is one of to me one of those groups that um if you go back to the eighties hip hop and you go back to, to, to old school hip hop, third base would be in that, in that, in, in that, um, in that mix too. So to say that, um, if you're white, you don't get to be here. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, just because you, you know, because you want to have some ownership on we black folks, we created this stuff, but you didn't, you know, like Lord Jamar didn't, Lord Jamar didn't create anything. Lord, his group had one song, man. That's what that's what's so jacked up about it. Like joy. That's why Vlad um saying what he got because Vlad got a problem with Eminem because he white and he ain't getting, you know, his, you know, I guess he he I'm a I'm a guest in hip hop. That's what Vlad said. I'm a guest in hip hop. <laughs> I know I'm a guest in hip hop. So yeah, you a guest, but Eminem is not a guest, fool. Eminem is not a guest because he made basically his own house. You understand what I'm saying? So anybody that can, can can have a room in the house and hold down that room, it, it doesn't have to be a guest. Eminem got his own room in the house. You understand? And that's what it is. Vlad ain't got no room in the house. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby is, is his claim to fame. Let's be real. So that he ain't got no room in the house, even though that was, to me, that was an influential song. You know, for what, for what it's worth, you throw on doom, 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 doom. Everybody knows what it is, and 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 it still rocks. You know, people will still, you know, get out on the dance floor to that crap. So I, you can't take that away from that from 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 whoever wrote it. Despite Eminem might not be, he might not have wrote it, but he performed it. So Ice Ice Baby was actually um, a very influential. Song, so whatever you want to take from that, that doesn't mean that he has a a spot in the house. Doesn't mean he, that that he has a room. It just means that, hey man, you know what? He helped him get some of this furniture in here. If I mean, if you're thinking about it like that, Informer by Snow, Informer, very that was an influential song there too. Did he, you know, create his own room? Was he able to get his own room? No. MC Search though. I would I would say he was a ghostwriter for many uh, rappers. I would say that MC Search probably has his own room in the house, but but he's one of the people who's in the house that you don't hear from. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I feel about MC Search. He's one of the people in the house that you don't necessarily hear from, but he just, he actually is one of the you know um, I'm not, I can't say founding fathers, but he is one of the um, most influential white people. Um, in 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 uh, the history of hip hop, if you want to look at it like that, um, but also in definitely early hip hop, and also um, like I said, you got to go to the, you know you got to you know take Eminem and say okay yeah he he was influential and you gotta think okay the Beastie Boys was like a rock band so I can't really as much as I want to say the Beastie Boys was you know they was like a rock rap group and um um. I think they were influential. I definitely think they were influential, but not necessarily for hip hop as much as they were for um, 
rock rappers or rap rockers or however you want to call it. Like uh like uh what's his name? What's their names? Limb Biscuit, uh Insane Clown Posse, um what's the what's some other foe? What's some other um I can't think of their name right now. Whatever. But that, like I said, I like the BC Boys song, but like I said, they wouldn't, I don't consider them hip hop, really. I just consider them rock, rap, or rap, they're rock music to me, but they're rap rockers or rap, 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 rap rockers or rock rappers or however you want to call it. That's what I see Beastie Boys, but I like the Beastie Boy music. So, but I just don't consider them hip hop, even though they rap. Um, that's what I'm saying. So I just, I don't think you can take away what Eminem has done for the uh, industry, for hip hop music, um, to push that needle, you know, and, and, and to push that needle and to move hip hop forward. Um, it's just kind of ridiculous to even look at it like that, to look at it any other way. The man deserves his place in history. And, 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 and I gotta say that because I'm, to me, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the people who helped discover other people discover Eminem. Um, the the boy is he's that good. You can say what you want to say about it. He he he's that good. And everybody else that does that don't want to say make that make that true statement that he's. This is why people didn't want him. People didn't want him on their records because um, he was so good. He would sound he would sound better than people on their own stuff. Look, man, you. Shut up, man! Y'all, that's what I'm saying. Anybody they they can say they can say what they want to, but this is why Eminem people didn't want him on on they on their on their own joints because he would sound better than them on their own stuff, and he they didn't want people didn't want to get played like that. Like oh, oh he anybody come here and and outdo me? He made people step their game up. That's for sure, and you can't take anything away from that man. So. In conclusion, <laughs> shut up and, and 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 give Eminem what's rightfully his. He he owns he has a part of the house of hip hop. Where regardless of what Lord Jamar or of DJ Vlad would say, you got your mind, man. Get out of here. This is the Dave Bruce Show. <laughs> Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. Crying baseball. Cause if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. And we're back. This is the David Brewer Show. It's me, the King David B. And before we get out of here, I just gotta talk about this one thing, or a couple more things. Really, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about a couple of things I've been watching lately. Um, I enjoy the Wonder Woman. Uh, 1984. Um, I do think they need to bring out more stuff like that on, you know, directly to, uh, directly to the consumer, to the, to the, to the house. There's no reason that I said this many years ago, this is before the pandemic. I, I want to say, I said this like, uh, six years ago or seven years ago that the, the next thing in movies are going to be basically just to make movies and they come right to your house. Like they don't have to even come into theaters that you can just get them you know, you just get them at home. That that is the next thing. That's the next. That'll be the next big thing. That that's it. Just has to be. And it, it, it be what it is. It is what it be. That's just how it is. I, I I have nothing wrong to say with that. But and Wonder Woman was a good show. It was a good movie. Um, I think when it comes to movies, uh, super definitely superhero movies, you always want to see more. So you always want to see what what the back story was and stuff like that. So you always want to see more. I, I look at it like that. So we always we want to see more. And we're looking forward to the next Wonder Woman. And I thought that they, they, I heard, I thought I heard them say something the last one. I'm like, well, why? That people need to stop. Come on, man. Just, you can't just stop making the, the, the shows. You know, we're going to make three and that's it. It's Wonder Woman, man. You got to make like five of them at least. Come on. It's, how many Superman movies are there? Come on. You got to make more than just three of them. That three, like, hour and 45 minutes. Come on. Give me a break. Wonder Woman was good. Cobra Kai, yes, yes, and yes. Um, for those haters out there, this, this is why I don't like critics, man. Critics are so... I'm a critic myself. Um, however, I think I'm a better critic than any of these bastards out there because I actually know how to objectively 
look at at, at movies and things. Um, but these critics out here would tell you that Cobra Kai, some of them, someone tell you that Cobra Kai, well, the, the second season wasn't no good and stuff like that. Man, that Cobra Kai is one of the best series on any platform at this point in time. It's, it, it is fantastic. If one, if you like Karate Kid, which is a classic, you'll love the Cobra Kai uh, series. It is a classic series. It completely makes sense. Uh, um, in reference to the original Karate Kid or the original, you know, three Karate Kid, man, I wish that um, that Mr. Miyagi was still alive. I wish he was still alive. Pat, Pat Narita, uh, Marita, I wish he was still alive. It would have been so much cooler. It would have been fun to have him there. That's how I feel. Um, but yeah, Cobra Kai is fantastic, man. It's a fantastic show. I'm I'm hooked on it. I watch it over. I, I think I feel like I watch it at least uh, once a week. Or once every two weeks, yeah, I, it's 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 worth seeing. It's it's that addictive to me. Um, but there's other things out there. There's there's I haven't seen the the series of uh, The Crown. Netflix got a lot of good stuff. The Crown, um, uh, Bridgerton, very good. Um, from my understanding, like I said, I haven't seen it. Um, Blood or Water, I think it's called. There's some, there's a lot of good series on Netflix. Um, no question about it. There's a lot of good series on there. A lot of good documentaries on Netflix. Um, HBO Max, man, I I I I'm kind of hooked on HBO Max. I, I got it at first for a free trial, but then I you know I got hooked on it. It's the H, HBO Max is if you're looking for a platform, HBO Max is it. Um, definitely got a lot of good movies, a lot of good series, and a lot of good um, um, documentary specials uh, worth seeing. Um, Disney Plus, I like I said, the Soul was very good. That, that was a good cartoon. That was a good cartoon. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not huge on cartoon movies, but that was a very good movie. That like that that was very. It was a touching movie. It was, it was good. It was a good movie. I, I like I like how they they spun that. It was, um, like once again, that's worth seeing. Man, The Mandalorian. I just started watching that. That's a very good series on Disney Plus. Um, I haven't watched WandaVision yet, but I heard it was good. I've heard good things about it. And uh, my kids said they watched it, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I watch all the MCU stuff. Um, Marvel, the Marvel, uh, comic universe, uh, universe, but I watch, I watch all, all types of, um, of those, of, of movies and, and TV series and shows, but yeah, Peacock TV, a very, oh, I'm glad I have that. Peacock TV is, um, it has a lot of things that you wouldn't think it has. And I think that's what it is, is that, um, and plus the office just came there. So yeah. Hey, Peacock TV, all good. I got Hulu as well. So look, I look, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be watching this stuff all the time. Hulu is fun. Hulu got all the old shows that you ever want to watch. Every old show you ever want. 90210, uh, if you like nine eighties and nineties, like I don't know about eighties, but definitely nineties. Cause I don't, I ain't seen family ties or give me a break or or uh Kate and Alley or any of those shows, but Cheers is on there, um, Frasier and stuff like that. Um I'm waiting for a platform to have the Cosby show. Now they need to stop playing around and put the Cosby show back on. Um Netflix got all them black shows. They got half and half, one on one, um the Parkers, Moesha Man, but you're missing the Cosby show in a different world. Because the different world used to be on Netflix and it got taken off. Nigga. I would look, I'll be looking for because it's a different world. And plus they I'm sure they don't want to pay Bill Cosby. They don't want him to get paid. Either way it goes, man, there's more than people than Bill Cosby on there, but come on. Give it, these were two fantastic shows. You gotta put the Cosby show in a different world back on TV. Stop playing around. That's just dumb. I mean, for real, just stop playing around. Hey, you guys haven't stopped putting Harvey Weinstein produced shows, movies, and 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 TV shows on TV. So don't don't play me. Don't give me that bull crap that that um uh, he was a bad man. He did bad things. Bull crap. Harvey Weinstein was a predator, literally a predator, and and he still got stuff on on TV and on these platforms. So don't give me that bull crap that about Bill. You can't put Bill Cosby stuff on there. So, yeah, you scratch that. Uh, yeah, I got to say something about that. That's bull crap. Put that man stuff back on there. We want to watch Bill. I want to watch the Cosby show still. 
fools. I want to watch a comedy show. I want to watch a different world. So, so stop playing, you know, with people, you know, just because you don't want to get no, no money, man. Stop playing. That, that was good shows. Classic TV. I mean, come on. Stop playing. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm wrapping it up, y'all. But I had to talk about, you know, the entertainment because, you know, I love movies. I love TV. I love of entertainment. I love that. I love that side of, of, of life, television and, and, and movies. So um just want to tell you what I was watching and what I look at and what, you know, what kind of gives me that background. You know, I'm a budding writer. Haven't written, haven't completely written a movie. I've written a lot of stories. So um don't worry. You'll be seeing me. You'll be hearing from me. I'm, I'm that dude that you'll hear when you want to know I'll be. No, um, but for real, thank you for joining me on my show. You know who it is. It's me, the King David B. And we will be back sooner than later to talk about more things that you want to hear. I'll let you buy. Is that all good? <laughs> this is David Bruce. Right.